0: Hey guys, I'm Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle. A Christian Girl's Guide to Modern Dating. We're just two single girls trying to figure out how to date well as Christian women. Yeah. And we're really excited that you've joined us for another episode. We've actually been on break for a week because <gasps> Bethany went on vacation. It was
1: wonderful. <laughs> for her. She left me. It's fine. I'm not bitter about it. It's okay, we caught up. We went to Chick fil A and caught up on all of life, so it's fine. Yes, it was great. It was great. Yeah, it was really fun. We went to Charleston and it was actually a big group. Yeah. My whole like family 12 people and or- then yeah, my sister's husband's family came. Uh, and so yeah, there were like eleven or twelve of us. It was really fun. It was so fun. I have never been to Charleston. Have you I've been never before? been. I've heard it's, it's wonderful. It's such a fun city and especially I like taking pictures and photography. So it was
0: Tell so everybody much how many pictures fun- you took.
1: <laughs> I we were there for about four days and I took a little bit over a thousand pictures. Not exactly. Yeah, it really was over a thousand. I didn't <laughs> keep all of them, but that's how many I took. Um, oh, but one day while we were there, we <laughs> we had come back. I think we had got we had gone on a tour of a aircraft carrier, ooh, which was really fun. But we came fun. back and we were kind of having some downtime and we were scrolling through Netflix and We ended up on the Little Rascals movie. Classic. We were feeling a little nostalgic, and it was so funny because um, I thought of you while we were gone. Because at least you did that. (laughs) We got to. If you've seen the movie, you know what part I'm talking about, where like the girls all have a slumber party by themselves, and the boys are having a slumber party like simultaneously. Do boys call them slumber parties? Oh, that's a good point. We were having a sleepover, or do they even call it that? (laughs) I don't know what they call it to stay over at each other's okay, houses. Any of you boys out there listening, could you please message us and let us know what you call this event where you sleep over at your friends' houses? Of course, it's probably from when you were kids, but that's beside the point. Anyways. Anyway, back to the rabbit movie. trail, so sorry. <laughs> okay, so the one part it jumps from the girls to the boys, and the girls start the sentence with, she's like, Why are boys? And then it cuts to the guys' summer party, and the guys are like So different. So it's like both of them simultaneously saying, why are girls so different? And why are boys so different? And it just struck me. I had this like epiphany of sorts. And I realized they're like seven years old. But it was a deep moment, okay? (laughs) That, good grief, we've taken that one sentence and made an entire podcast out of it. Seriously. Like, that's what we're talking about. It's because we as Mm -hmm. girls sit here and go, why are boys so different? Yeah. And you know they say the same thing about us. Oh, you know they do. But we can't get out of our headspace and like see things from their perspective. So we're just trying our best to find the middle of those things and make it work. But anyway, that's my little I love that story. you had an
0: epiphany from watching the little rascals on hey, vacation. they're
1: probably on like my level. Like it was probably like <laughs> bringing things down to my level. And I was like, I get it I now. You know, it all makes sense. <laughs> I needed to watch a sleepover with a bunch of seven
0: year olds. Well, for the Little Rascals to be talking about the difference between boys and girls, we're going to go a little bit of a different route today, and we're going to start the episode by talking about the differences between boys and men. This should be fun. This should be very fun. Because we're neither. Exactly. (laughs) This is total third-party opinions. So we're going to start with that, but then we are going to take the second half of the episode and talk about two types of men that you should want to date. Now we told y'all we had a list of six, don't worry, we've split the list up, so next week we're going to talk about the other four, but we thought we'd just start with two today. So we're just going to jump right in here. Uh, Bethany, what would you say are a couple
1: differences between boys and men? Okay, so as we so often do around here, and if you've listened much, you know we made a list. So shocker. You, <laughs> so the first thing, uh, when you're trying to to evaluate the guy you're dating or thinking about dating, is he a boy or is he a man? I would say start with a boy will make excuses for his actions, but a man takes responsibility. That's mm. a big thing. Preach. <laughs> That's um, so good. Boys play games, but men realize that they don't have time and they're not going to waste your time with that kind of thing either. So that's a big one to be looking for too. That's a huge one. And I feel like this is what separates, correction, this
0: is what should separate relationships post high school with yes. the guys you dated in high school because that's all you did was play games. Yeah. And girls,
1: watch yourself on this too because, oh, you know, yeah. we all, we, you know, girls have the reputation of girls play games and drama, drama, drama. So... Watch this with yourself too. Don't drift over into that girlish behavior. Definitely. Now, another thing I would say, if I had to give
0: my two cents, <laughs> I'd say a boy is more self focused, whereas a man looks for a way to serve other people. Mm. He's got yeah. this lens where it's not just All the world him. revolves around me, yes. but it's how can I reach out to people around me, which I find that very attractive. I don't know. Oh, pretty totally. sure I'm not the only one who no, thinks that not. way. <laughs> The next thing I'll say is that a boy cares about what other people think, but a man cares about what God thinks. This is probably my favorite one. That should be at the top of the list. It really should. We should really like have started that, with that. Yeah. That's, because, and we talk about this a little bit later. I can't remember if it's next episode or the end of this be, one. yeah. We're supposed to talk about this. But if a guy is so worried about pleasing other people, i.e. his parents, his friends, his boss you even in the wrong context yeah that can be if it puts really... you over
1: god yes like
0: if it's out of the in the wrong order that's a dangerous place to be but if a guy is really caring about okay what is god calling me yeah. to do what's he leading me to do that says a lot about a guy's character
1: yeah because we don't mean like doesn't care what people think in the sense of recklessly runs through life, running over people, doesn't care what they think. We just mean that's put in its proper place below what does God think about this decision or this situation or this relationship. Absolutely. Um, So, yeah, that's the distinction there.
0: Yeah. Another thing I feel like boys do is they plan – Pretty much as far as their next meal, like Taco (laughs) Bell or Zaxby's. (laughs) Zaxby's always. Which is a very valid question. (laughs) However, a man looks more to the future, and that's with his work, his
1: family, his relationships. Yeah. Everything. And along the same, kind of the same lines, a boy is going to do the bare minimum to get by. In pretty much everything. But a man is going to take initiative and step up and make a decision and do, as opposed to watch life Ooh, I go like by. like that. So that's... I like that a lot. And now one thing to keep in mind too, though, is none of these, if you've kind of noticed, have anything to do with how much money he makes, what kind of car he drives, how he dresses, what job he has, any of the superficial material things. None of that defines a boy versus a man. Or his age. Can yes, we say that? That is you? very true. And that, yeah, that's not material, but it is equally as important that is not some, like, automatic graduation into the next category thing. Gosh, I wish it were. These are heart issues. These are, you know, thought patterns. These are just life patterns that you'll see in a guy that you're dating or in a guy that you're thinking about dating or just really any guys that you know. Okay, so going forward, that's kind of where we're coming from, the difference between a boy and a man. And for the rest of this episode or the next one at least – we're not talking about boys. Nope. We are talking about men. So all of these things that we're going to list down the types of men you want to date or the things you should be looking for. All those things we just talked about are kind of like a given, like we're taking into account that you've already found a man as opposed to a boy. And so now we're going to narrow it down from there. Um, but keep in mind, these aren't absolutes. You shouldn't be expecting perfection in any of these areas that we're going to talk about. They're just positive qualities that we think you should look for and patterns of behavior that should show up in a guy's life that you are dating. Okay, so Kristen, kick us off. What is the number one man, the number one quality that we should be looking for?
0: The number one man on our list, let's say, is a man who's confident. Now, I went and polled a bunch of my girlfriends before we planned this episode trying to figure out what are some, I asked the question, what are three Character qualities you look for in a guy that makes him dateable. And confident was mentioned every single time, no matter who I asked. And it was
1: probably the first thing out
0: of of the three they gave you, too. Yeah, and this was different age groups, different walks of life.
1: Different marital statuses. Different marital statuses.
0: I mean, everything. And confidence was so huge. And I know,
1: personally, this is very high on my list. Oh, me too. And I think, to kind of narrow it down even, like, confident, but not... Arrogant, And there's, yes. like, this fine line between, like, the confident guy and then there's the bad boy that, you know, everybody says they want, but nobody really does. And it reminds <laughs> me of, okay, you've seen Anne of Green Gables, right? Yes, I okay, have. Okay, ladies, I'm sure me. you guys have all seen this movie. There's one scene where Anne, I think, is talking to Marilla, and she says, I want a man who could be wicked, but wouldn't. And I think that's what we all want. We don't really want the bad boy. Nobody really wants that, the arrogant type we're more looking for the restraint, who a guy who could be but wouldn't. I think that's what's really attractive, the self-control in that. Um, so any of you out there who tell yourselves you want the bad boy, you don't. You don't. You want a confident guy, just not arrogant, yes. which is tough, though. It is. Like, let's hash that out for a second. So
0: how, if I am, if I have a certain guy in mind,
1: And I'm thinking, okay, yeah, he's pretty confident, but how do I know if he's arrogant? Like, how do you tell the difference? That's tough sometimes because, you know, you read stuff and everything says, oh, you want a confident guy, but you don't want him to be cocky. And so you kind of think about, okay, what does that mean? I think an arrogant guy focuses on making himself look important, whereas a confident guy is okay with other people having the spotlight. That's good. Like, that's kind of just something you can kind of notice as you go through life. or You know, you're going out with a guy is what's his focus on? Yeah, that's
0: really good. I another thing that came to my mind was that a confident guy can he admit he doesn't know something or that he's wrong. Yeah. But an arrogant guy will not admit that he's wrong. It could hurt his image. It can make him look stupid. Very good point. And I feel like yeah. that's a really it's solid. <laughs> yeah, and it's just a it's a portrayal of humility. Yeah. Which is yeah. really what you want. Uh-huh. And then I also think that a confident guy can laugh at himself when he makes a mistake, which I love. And
1: doesn't mind if you laugh at him, too. Yeah. Like, that's huge. Yeah. <laughs> just like being able to be
0: like, oh, my word, I just looked so stupid, but I'm going to laugh. You're going to laugh. We're going to tell the story yeah. in five years from now.
1: Because I know I have tons of those moments okay. where I'm like, it's okay, just laugh <laughs> at me. That was so speaking, dumb. <laughs> I have way too many to count. Um, oh, so yeah, see, I need someone who's going to be the same way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Whereas an arrogant guy is going to go out of his way to always appear overly confident in everything that he's doing and you still want a guy to understand and acknowledge that he's human yes there's not this expectation that he's going to be perfect and that he's always going to have it together and that everything's going to go his way all the time it's
1: not not real life (laughs) no and
0: it's so easy to see how or to evaluate a guy on how he acts when he's on the mountain but how is he living his life, how is he reacting? How is he treating other people when yeah. he's in a valley, when mm-hmm. things aren't going his way, when he does look stupid, when he does mess up. And I think that's that helps you more. It does. It really does because mm-hmm. those are the things that if you make it through those types of things, then your relationship's gonna last.
1: Yeah. So. That's a really, really good point. Yeah. Okay. So let's break it down even a little bit further though. So we've kind of gone from okay, you wanna date a guy who's confident and then we say, okay, confident but not arrogant, which is all great. And it's all wonderful in my head. But, okay, so I'm sitting on a date with a guy. And we've gone out, you know, several times. This is not, like, first date stuff. But you've gone out a few times and you're really – you like him. You're starting to get to know him. How practically do you spot the difference in these things? What can you look for that's going to say, oh, he's confident or, oh, he's arrogant? Like, how do you tell? Yeah.
0: I'd say – well, let's – first of all, let's say he's talking about his job. Yeah. Which is something that comes up a lot when you're an adult, unfortunately. Especially when you're first dating. Like yeah. you're talking about yeah, you're work talking and back. Kind of yeah, your yeah. everyday life and work's right. a big part of that. So if he's talking about his job, a confident guy just talks about his job. <laughs> what he likes about it, what he doesn't like about it, what he's working on currently, you know, how long he's been there, right. maybe. Just the general kind of stuff the where basics. Yeah. Whereas the arrogant guy make start saying, oh well this is my title and this is how many people report to me and he may even kind of talk down about these people a little bit, which you really want to watch out for. He may go so far too as to hint to how much he makes,
1: outright tell you yeah. how much he makes. Which okay, if you've been dating for months and you're looking towards a serious future, obviously you're gonna talk about you're gonna talk about salary money salaries. and how much you make and budgeting and all of that stuff. But if you've been but out not in a this few context and he's right. Context is key. If if you're just talking about your jobs and then he starts throwing out all this stuff about how much money he makes or kind of going back to those material things we were talking about earlier that don't really play into it, that's where I feel like arrogance really comes in. Definitely.
0: And then on the other hand, let's say you're talking about something else that's not work. Maybe he's telling a story about his life, whether it's something with his friends or family or anything really, and nothing is ever his fault.
1: That's Mm. a big, that's
0: very telling, I would say. Yeah, like if he's
1: just talking about, oh, I couldn't do this because so-and-so messed up, or, you know, things that go wrong in his life are always somebody else's fault.
0: Well, because going back to the list at the beginning, when we were saying boys do this and men do this, men take responsibility. Yeah. So, if something's not happening, or something didn't go his way, he is humble enough to say, yeah, this didn't really work out, but here was the part I played in
1: it. Yeah, even if it's not totally his fault. No. He can look at it and say, okay, I'm not perfect. And we'll take responsibility for whatever part he played in, whatever it is. But yeah, if someone's always blaming someone else, that means they're kind of thinking they're too good to ever be at fault for anything. And that's... Big red flag. Run. <laughs> yes, big red flag. Um, because you can be confident and still be humble. You can't be arrogant and humble at the same time. Those those are just impossible. But you can be confident and humble. So when we say confident versus arrogant, I think the first thing that pops into people's heads sometimes is the guy who's loud about his confidence, who might be overtly confident, let's say. But that's not all there is. So confidence and humility can go hand in hand, especially when that confidence is rooted correctly in Christ as opposed to those material things of job, car, money, all of that stuff, those can go hand in hand. Absolutely.
0: So let's jump to man number two. Okay. Which is the man who leads. Yes. Now we've got a couple different sub points under this one because <laughs> obviously there are subpoints on every good list.
1: <laughs> um, so, yeah, we talked about the man who leads. Um, and there's kind of two aspects to this. Leading others, which is kind of the more obvious given, but then also leading himself, which is kind of just another term for self control, maybe like a certain to a certain extent, like someone who is confident in leading himself, which means he realizes that part of leadership is taking advice and guidance from others, mentors, you even as his girlfriend, but then integrating that into his life and your life together so he can lead his mind and his own thoughts and move forward taking in the the advice of other people Um, because he's constantly wanting to grow and learn and seeking out counsel and mentors um, in his life that will just continue to mold him more into the image of Christ. A guy who just kind of bounces along in life and doesn't really ever take responsibility and lead his own life like that isn't going to be able to lead you or a family or anything else in the future. Um, But he realizes he doesn't have everything figured out and he needs outside counsel, solid biblical leadership in his life so that he can then take control of his own thoughts and actions.
0: Yeah, I think that's so important that a guy not only leads other people but is willing to lead himself and grow and mature and have that. Humble posture, yeah, and not this overconfident thing, because that just kind of bleeds in,
1: right? To leading yourself, and well. a lot of these today are gonna be and ne- the next week, yeah, very intertwined. Yes, there's a lot of overlap here, but
0: that's really good because when you see one, yeah. you begin
1: to see exactly the others. It, yeah, it flows naturally.
0: So the second thing Bethany mentioned under leading is not just leading himself but leading others which is the more obvious sure probably one that you'll see more quickly maybe yeah leading himself you might have to talk to him a little bit more and get to know him a little
1: bit better before you are seeing the more vulnerable right parts of his life which just makes sense you've been dating longer you kind of move into that yeah leading other people will be the more immediately obvious yeah and that may be even something that is attractive about him that you notice before you even start dating it, it, at least for me a lot of times that's one of the first things I notice if you if it's got your church or it's a friend that you know outside of church you see him interact with other people and that is an attractive thing when he does that well absolutely
0: so that could look like him being really caring and interested in the people around him that could be him being intentional about pouring into guys that are younger than him. Whereas, like you mentioned, with leading himself well, he has sought out mentors. So mm-hmm. now is he making an effort to go mentor guys that are a few years behind him? Is that him being inclusive when he's in a group setting? Like noticing, um, like he walks into a room and seeing, okay, these this person's kind of off to themselves. Let me go talk to him. Let me make
1: sure mm-hmm. that everybody is having a good time and feeling included. I will say that is... One of, if not the most attractive thing to me personally, if I see a guy who seeks out that one person who's by themselves, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> just to be honest, I like, am hello, done for. Please come talk to yes, me. Yes, I'll go take sit me by myself. To dinner. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, you might <laughs> can work I'm just that kidding. in your not Advocate manipulation ever at all. <laughs> that was just off the cuff. Yeah, yeah.
0: You're learning the real us here, people. Um, But another thing I want to note, too, is that leading others, others includes you to an extent. Now, caveat here, I am not saying that it is his responsibility to lead you before you're married. It is not your responsibility to submit to him before you're married. The Bible is very clear in Ephesians 5, wives submit to your husbands, not girlfriends submit to your boyfriends. You are only accountable to God and God alone while you are single. That's a really good point. When you're married, you are also still accountable to God, but you are also having this other person in your life now that's your husband that you are going to submit to. yes. So I do want to say that. However, there are things that he can do that can indicate that he has potential to lead you well after you're married. Right, and And that's what you want to look for. Absolutely. So things like he's willing to
1: initiate maybe serious or tough conversations. Or even if you bring it up, he'll talk about it. Yeah. he'll continue that conversation. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have to necessarily always bring it up. You can bring things up. It's okay. But will he shut down, or does he continue and want to have those conversations with you? Yeah,
0: that's huge. So, kind of look out for those things as far as, is he willing to take initiative in different areas of the relationship? And that can be a really... Great indicator of what he's going to be like. Even just
1: defining the relationship. Yes. That's such a good point. you're my girlfriend. I like you. Or I want to pursue something more serious or possibly marriage. And obviously, we're not talking about after the first three dates. Correct. But a guy who will step up and say, hey, this is where I'm going. This is what I'm thinking. And step out and take the risk of doing that. Oh, it's so relieving as a girl. It is. Because you're not stuck wondering, does he like me? Does he not? Yeah. What does he think? That you know, just Yeah. It's just him being considerate
0: and clear. Which are just wonderful things when you're in (laughs) a relationship. Now, one other thing I will say about this. If you can't picture yourself being led by this guy or submitting to this Uh man, I keep saying guy, this is a man. That's a red flag, and that's not something that you should just think, oh, well, I don't have to submit to him yet, so I shouldn't worry about it. You should. You should worry about it because going forward, I mean, a lot of patterns of behavior, a lot of character qualities, a guy doesn't change
1: a lot from when he's dating to when he's married. I do are not magic words that just suddenly change everything. Not at all. In fact, they probably magnify. Yeah. And a lot of things. Oh, I hear so, that from married
0: people all the time. Yeah, you can't
1: just ignore it and hope it gets better while you're dating. And then poof, it's going to change when you're married. Just because you don't have to submit to your boyfriend doesn't mean you shouldn't take into account how he would lead once he might be your husband. Um, one thing I would encourage girls to remember, guys are all very different. They're not going to all lead the same way. So remember, this would be my encouragement. Leadership is not synonymous with with being the loudest guy in the room. I think we think that a lot because they're the most noticed. They're there and they're talking and they're out there. And so you notice them more, but don't lose sight of a guy who leads by serving. Maybe he makes sure everyone else is having a good time. Maybe he takes the initiative to put together a cleanup crew after an event. All of these things are just as valid and it's just as much Indicating a leadership pattern as being the loudest guy in the room or the most overtly stereotypical leader, quote unquote. Regardless of how he leads, it's not something that you should have to teach him.
0: No. Not it kind of goes
1: back to the first guy. A confident, humble guy will usually portray these things as a natural part of his life. Sure, you can remind and encourage, and that's a good thing. But if this is absent completely, like it never even enters his mind to be looking for leadership opportunities in that way, you probably shouldn't be dating him. Agreed. That's so
0: true. Because, yeah, you don't want to... Because in a sense, if you're doing
1: that, you're leading him. Right. Oh, yeah. You you want to date a fully grown man. You don't want to be dating Alfalfa Alpha from The Little Rascals. <laughs> That's a great (laughs) exclamation point on that statement.
0: (laughs) Oh, gosh. Well, y'all, thanks so much for joining us for another week. We've talked about the first two men that you should look to date, so make sure to tune in next week. We're going to finish the list and talk
1: about four more, so you're not going to want to miss that. No, and this list is by no means exhaustive. These are things that are at the top of our list when we're looking at who to date, and they kind of apply to everyone. But let us know what's at the top of your list. Send us an email. Send us a... We send us a message i don't know oh, all the whatever. social media things smoke signals if that works for you <laughs> you know oh my gosh yeah all of our social media is linked in the
0: show notes so if you want to get in touch with us that's the best way to do it so check that out but until next time i'm kristin and i'm bethany and this is looking for the middle